War Report family, it's your boy B-Wheel, here with some news about the podcast. We know you guys love to get the Wednesday Night War Room in podcast form as soon as possible, but we're all working full-time jobs, and that's tough sometimes. So we're breaking it down into smaller pieces so we can get you the Wednesday Night War Room ASAP. That's right. Starting tonight, you're going to get the first 30 minutes of the Wednesday Night War Room in podcast form on Thursdays. We'll give you the second half of it on Friday. So you're going to get both halves before the weekend, and you're guaranteed to get something to listen to the day after instead of having to wait the rest of the week or sometimes even after the weekend. Yeah, I know. It was taking us a while, but we got a plan. We're going to try it out. So thank you for bearing with us as we get this thing together. Remember, subscribe to the podcast right now, wherever you're listening, and make sure to leave us a review. Other people want to know what they're listening to. And you already know because you already listen. So help them out. Leave them a review. Tell them what we do. You get your weight up. Help them get their weight up. And enjoy the show, you guys. War Eagle. You are now now listening listening to to The War Report. Report. Wednesday Wednesday Night War War Room. Room. With your host, host. C-Dope. It's your boy, Caesar Walker. I got my boys with me. Mike. Mike. Get your weight up, strength and conditioning, development. I don't. Stop thinking with your emotions and watch the tape. And be real. Which is not normal for me. It's taking something out of me. Are you ready? Because we are now locked and loaded for the Wednesday Night War Room. Let's go! War Eagle, War Report family, War Eagle everyone, happy Wednesday. Welcome to the latest installment of the Wednesday Night War Room. Shout out to our War Report family and community. Help us by sharing the video on your social media using hashtag GetYourWeightUp. Gentlemen, how are we feeling, man? How are we feeling about this week? Uh, We're off the bye week, home game, Ole Miss. Got a top 10 opponent coming into Jordan-Hare. Talk to me, Ike. How are you feeling about this game? Uh, right now, I feel cautiously optimistic. Um, I'm, I'm probably I'm back into the cautious optimism space. Like I was probably like super fired up before, and now I'm just like, man, I don't know, cause like, cause our defense ain't been playing great, and Ole Miss's offense looks really good. Um, and I just don't know what to make of our offense yet because I haven't seen it, but the one time. Uh, mm-hmm. so we'll see. Uh, but right now. I still think we can get the W, but you know we got a we got a lot of things that we need to figure out come game day. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm feeling good. Otherwise, you know, I- feeling good, feeling great. Mike G, how you feeling about going into this week, this weekend? How you feeling about your our, our Auburn Tigers, man? Yeah, well, I feel hopeful. I think that there are some things we'll be able to do successfully against Ole Miss. Uh, I want to see if we can do it two weeks in a row. No, we had a bye week, so two game weeks. But uh, this is going to be about this is this game is going to tell me a lot about whether we possess the ability to be consistent. That's what I'm looking for. Um, so I'm feeling again cautious, cautiously optimistic about that part of it. Uh, we got to show some consistency, man. We have to be able to do a lot of things consistently. Uh, Matt Corral, I think, is going to give us a run for our money on Saturday. So hopefully we can bottle him up and make him a, a lesser factor in this game and then control the rest. So feeling hopeful. 
I think I think we might be able to do some things on Saturday. Be will. I, I was feeling pretty good until everybody started picking us. <laughs> and now I'm like, I don't know, man. We're supposed to still be sneaking up on people. But once you beat Arkansas, who people had in somewhat high regard, even though they weren't the world beater that people thought they were when they beat A&M, now we, we got somebody's attention. Bo played an outstanding game. He started to look better. The wide receivers looked better. The offensive line looked a little better. And now they kind of hyping us up. And I really did want to see that. Um, now I'm worried. I wasn't worried before because we weren't favored. Now I'm worried. Because like I said, we still got a bunch of holes in the zone. And they, even if they aren't otherworldly scoring, passing, they, they are still high volume. They're volume shooters is what they are. And all it takes is a little momentum early for them, early success, and it's never going to stop. And then we will forever be on our heels and it'll be a shootout. And that is the opposite of what I want for this game. So I'm a little worried. But, uh, and to Walt's point, I see Walt just chipped in here. Um, Walt, Walt was actually uh, messaging me. He's like, I, he said, I don't like, I said, I don't like it either. I don't like it either. They, they, why do they like us? Stop. Tell them to stop. <laughs> I don't like it. That's how I'm feeling. I'm still cautiously optimistic. But, I'm worried now. Mm. Is it is it possible that that was it easy to say that with Auburn of the past? I mean, and, and, and sure, we're still what seven games into the Harson era. We're not quite sure what kind of team this is. Auburn traditionally has not performed well under pressure or as the favorite in years past, so it's understandable why people would feel that way. But hopefully, with Harson who clearly doesn't care what the media thinks about anything. Uh, is it, That's is it possible that, that <laughs> trans that translates to the team and that we don't fall under pressure when we're, we're favored in these games. You think that's, that's something that we can that look forward to seeing a change in, you know, one thing I'm, I have liked so far that I've seen about this team is even in the games that we lost, right? Like Georgia, Penn state, I don't think it was a situation where the team didn't look prepared or they looked nervous, you know, mm-hmm. we, again, I, you know, I'm beating a dead horse when we're here when I say I didn't like the game plan at, at Penn State. And I think that that's more to blame, you know, minus a few defensive busts, right? Like the game plan offensively, I think is more to blame for that loss than I think that people were being nervous. You know, I don't know what to attribute the moon ball boat to, but I, I don't think nerves were an issue for the team ho- overall. Um, in the Penn State game, Georgia game, we came out and we drove the ball right down the field on them, right? Like they came in, they looked prepared um, on the road. We haven't looked like the, you know, big crowd, like te- LSU didn't look like they were out there being overwhelmed. By- so I think mentally we're in a better place this year. I just need to see us put it together execution wise a little more consistently before I bought in into what, what the offense is holistically. Um, but yeah, as far as what I think the mentality is of this team, I think that they legitimately feel like they can go out on any field and compete with anybody. Now, whether that's a reality from a an execution and physicality standpoint is different, but it ain't because they don't think it, right? I don't think that they're going into games scared. I just right. think that they get out there and they realize, oh, shoot, well, maybe this dude is a little faster than I thought, right? Like, I, I didn't think McConkie could run straight past me on a um, a go route, but Maybe he can. Maybe he is really fast, right? Like, so it's not because I'm I'm not getting beat mentally. Like, it's just a physicality standpoint. We're just not necessarily there yet. 
Um, but we'll get there. I think, you know, the mental hurdle is the first. Gotcha. Address some super chats real quick. Stuart Donald, appreciate that. Hashtag get us off these jobs. Hashtag save the puppies. War Eagle. Thank you, sir. You even nice. chatted it twice. God bless you, my friend. <laughs> also, Vernon, always hey, good to have you joining with speak. us, man. Go out there and support his channel as well. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Isaac Ritchie, my favorite guy, seat up. Ike, B. Will, and Mike. Like, <laughs> touch on his balls, G. touch on it. It will never die. What's some touch on it? Never. No, hashtag Juicy B. Will Nuggets. Yeah, okay. I was about to say, you yeah, don't no, see no, 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 say because I didn't with, say Juicy yeah. B. Will Nuggets. You said it. No, I said it. I said it on your own, out of your own mouth, you spoke the words, nice touch on his balls. Nobody made you say that. <laughs> Nobody said that for you. Yes, that's true. That's very true. All right. That's very true. I did say oh, that. Man. That's a direct it's... quote. <laughs> 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 well, guys, let's let's go ahead and get into previewing week nine, shall we? But before we do that, let's let's see how we look after eight weeks. The hell. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mike still believes in LSU. I don't know why. I don't know what for. I don't know what what's what's in it for you. But you keep dying on this hill called LSU, oh, and you're man. dying, guys, guys, uh, guys. Coach O said they were too injured as a team to hold a practice today. LSU did not well, hold a up. practice today. He gave Yikes. up because they had too many injuries and they had a scrimmage scheduled for tomorrow that they're canceling. Yikes. Holy I don't believe crap. It. I don't the wheels are falling off the bus there. Yeah. I mean, you know. Front page like of ESPN. We are too injured to practice. This is their bye before Bama, right? Yeah, they're on bye yeah. week this week. Yeah. I think it's funny they still give them a bye together as if that's still going to be this monumental game. I mean, they didn't I mean, know that it, when they it scheduled it. <laughs> I mean, they scheduled it in the offseason. I'm just saying, though, that everybody's assumption was it was one down year for LSU. Well, I ain't going to say everybody because nobody on this panel, absent of Mike G, thought that. But yeah. most people thought it was going to be one down year for LSU, and they'd be right back in the conversation again this year because from a talent standpoint, they had all the stars over there, right? And But yeah. all right. Mm. All right. We'll see. We'll, <laughs> we will surely see about that. Well, listen, guys, let's go ahead and get into this week's predictions, shall we? Uh, the first one, I mean, it's almost like we're going to always lead with this team, pretty much. And it's, it's, it's going to be more interesting this week, though. To me, it? it is actually it is. It's, it's, it's more interesting. Yeah, this week. It, well, I mean, I guess from a betting standpoint, like, oh. listen, um, Vanderbilt gave South Carolina all they wanted last week. Like, yeah. and Missouri's defense is garbage. They're yeah. awful. So if, if this mm. is a week that Vandy can put up, if any week Vandy could put up some points, this is the week. The question is, is their defense remotely good enough to stop Missouri? If Missouri can run the ball, then they don't have, like, that's, that's Missouri's whole thing. They have to be somewhat balanced. They can't just throw the ball, throw the ball. Like, if they can run, they can score on anybody but their defense can't stop anybody. Like they have not stopped anybody this season. They're terrible. 
I'm still picking Missouri. I, I just said all that. <laughs> maybe not. I'm still picking Missouri. Yeah, that was but a long way to pick Missouri. I, I was just saying that it was a more interesting game than it appears to be on the surface. Is you going to watch it? I, I didn't. I'm not that interested. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got to talk. What, 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 is, what do you mean by interesting? I'm just saying for people who like either of those teams, it could be a good game. Okay. Okay. If right. you're Missouri, it could be a terrible game because if if you're gonna let Vanderbilt play with you, they gotta be yeah. Embarrassed. I, I'm just saying, like, if if you're a betting person, this may be a more interesting line than it looks like. Sixteen and a half is a lot to give that Missouri defense mm. to hold. Yeah, it is. Uh, like I said, the, the matchup is more interesting on its face. I mean, on, on the um, than it is on the surface. On the surface, this it looks is, like ah. Oh, this is the SEC basement bowl right here. Who, who, who? The loser of this game is in the basement, basically. And has Missouri played South Carolina yet? No, I don't think so. I don't think they do. Do they play them? It's this a year? three-way basement bowl, honestly, because that was a close game with with uh, That's South what I'm Carolina. saying. Van- Vandy and South Carolina. If are- Vandy beats Missouri, then yes, the, it gets really interesting in terms of what happens yeah, between Van- Missouri Van- and South Vanderbilt Carolina. holds the the bottom by themselves if they lose this game for sure. Because they've already lost to the other team that was close to the bottom, which is South Carolina. I mean, they barely lost to it, but they lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I got Missouri. We will. You know what? I think bad teams can't wait for an opportunity to play a team and get a win, man. And Mizzou has looked like they're running back. He he's leading in a bunch of metrics in running back productivity, stuff like broken tackles, yards after contact. But they're oh, their you know what? I'm, so I'm tripping. I said that Missouri might not play South Carolina. They have to. They're both in the East, so they have yeah. to play them at some point. So yeah, yeah. they both got to play. We'll see. It. Yeah, it's like so. Base lack isn't bad. Uh, Beatty isn't bad. But why are teams beating them down so badly? Like it, Vander, I mean, Missouri can't even hang with people. Because when people make them one-dimensional and they say you, they, they, Missouri's getting the same treatment Auburn has been getting, which is great. Take Beatty out of the game, Basilak, go for it. What are you going to do, right? And when it's all on his shoulders and he can't produce for a couple of series, then over. The other team keeps scoring, and now you have no choice but to throw the ball. So it's mm-hmm. like you you eliminate their run game super early because they get behind early. They can't tackle. They can't stop people. And so now it's just like, all right, cool. Can you throw for four to 600 yards this game? Because if not, you're going to get beat down. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm very close to picking Vanderbilt because I think they probably smell blood in the water. I think they want to win. They play theirs really hard. Are, theirs are Missouri's. They they smell Missouri's. They've been tasting <laughs> theirs all all year. They know what theirs they taste blood like. in their mouth, but they smell blood in the water. They're like, oh, this yeah. this ain't me. This is exactly. somebody else's blood. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna say, <laughs> I, you know what? I got I got a lead to play with a little bit. I'm gonna say Vandy. Vandy gets that win. Listen, right. if, if there was any time to pick an upset, this would be the one. Like I I was yeah. close to going there. I just I don't know that Vandy has enough firepower. That's I got Vandy thing. covering. I got Vandy definitely covering. Yeah. But I just don't know I don't that Vandy can winning. score enough. It's not necessarily that I don't think that Missouri. Like I just don't know if they can. Like if it becomes a shootout, does Vandy have enough guns? I don't trust that. That's nah. my whole thing. No, they don't. Mike, uh, these are by far and away the worst two teams in this conference defensively. They are just terrible. Uh, it's a fight at the bottom for every defensive metric that exists it is either (laughs) Vanderbilt or it's Missouri I just think Vanderbilt is bad 
and I cannot pick them in good conscience. So I'm going to go with Missouri. But you can pick LSU. Missouri is giving up. They have given up. They are giving up about 40 more yards per game than Vanderbilt is defensively. Wow. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> how are you worse than Vanderbilt on defense? Yeah, wow. No, I I That's crazy. Know, man. I'm just I told you, Missouri's defense is awful. Like, I was not exaggerating when I said they're awful. Yeah, like, they're a defensive coordinator. They're, they're pretty terrible bad. on yeah. defense. They can't tackle. Like, like, they cannot tackle in open space. Yeah, it's 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 bad. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Missouri, but not with any conviction. This is just who's gonna be the worst team in the SEC this year. This game will tell us for sure. Yeah, sir. yeah. Loser is the worst. Call the bottom bowl. Yeah, loser is the worst. You can definitely definitely do that. Yo, what's up? This your man Ike Jones with the War Report, and you've been listening to the War Report Wednesday Night War Room. If you want to get in on the conversation early, catch us as we broadcast this show live on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central on YouTube. Make sure you check out our other content while you're there, Facts and All, The Weekend Tailgate, our player interview series, Building Rapport, are going strong. All right, enough of that. Let's get back to the show. All right, let's go to the next one. Wait, Mike, what was your pick? He picked Missouri. He picked Okay, so I'm just me. Oh, just you. Right. Oh, yeah, we get to catch up if B will. Yeah, man. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, man. Tigers. I don't even care who they are. All right, whatever. Missouri. They're, they're the Tigers. They're the Tigers. Yeah. I, I, tigers. I don't even want to say, I, I can say let's go, Tigers, and not feel bad about it because <laughs> we are too, but I don't, I don't even really want to cheer for them. They're terrible. All right, go. Number 12, Kentucky at Mississippi State. Look at that line. This is an interesting one as well, actually. Uh, Now, this is one that you might be interested in picking an upset for. Uh, Actually, ESPN's Football Power Index is leaning Mississippi State at 53%. Gentlemen, what say you about this matchup? Who you like? Be Will? Last week, Kentucky had a bye, which was good because they needed it. I think that bye is what gets Kentucky the win this week. They came right off of that Georgia game. I mean, they they are a similar makeup as we are, honestly. They have deficiencies, but their coach seems to have them properly motivated. I think, like Ike was saying earlier, we are a properly motivated team. So when I see that kind of mirrored in Kentucky, it makes it hard not to go that way. I know Mike Leach has them playing the type of game that they want to play. It's not with the type of talent he needs to make it foolproof. But their quarterback is like a great trigger man for that offense. I mean, they're executing. They're putting yards up. They're putting points up. Granted, last week was fool's goal because it was against uh, Vanderbilt or Missouri. I can't matter. Defensively, it doesn't matter which one of those it was. They got to show out because they played a bad defense. Man, I think that bye and that rest gets Kentucky, gets them this win this week, man. I, I think Kentucky wins this game. My G. Rodgers is throwing the ball like a million times a game in this offense. Uh, and when you look at Mississippi State's schedule, this is this team is six points away from being a one-loss squad. Memphis by two and LSU by three. Uh, so I don't think I'm not, you know, I've been the Kentucky hype. I looked at their schedule and I was like, wow, this team. This Kentucky team has a chance to do something, right? Like, I just don't 
I'm not I'm not a whole believer in Kentucky, so I'm gonna go with Mississippi State in this one. I'm gonna pick the upset here. Um, there's no LSU hill for me to die on this week, so this will be <laughs> my replacement game. <laughs> I, I, I saw somebody uh, said in the comments that uh, I was gonna find a way to pick LSU on the bye week. Uh, this is this is me. This is me. LSU is, is current. Let, let's just be clear. LSU is currently losing the bye week because yeah, they, yeah. they're they, not well, having they practice. practice today. <laughs> All right, yeah. So they are losing. <laughs> you can lose. Oh, you get fired on your off day, Craig. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm gonna oh, go God. with Mississippi State here. I think. I think Mike Leach makes this entertaining. It's a tempting, very tempting pick. A very tempting pick. I. Sh- I. I. I was leaning Mississippi State. I'm I'm gonna go Kentucky here. I'm gonna go Kentucky. Um, Ike, who you got? Yeah, I'm going Kentucky as well. I just think that the the issue that I have here is that, um, in order to beat Kentucky, you have to force them to throw the ball, and Mississippi State hasn't been particularly great at stopping people from running the ball. Um, and Kentucky has the better overall defense, right? So, um, I feel like if you can. He, you know, you know that the vast majority of what Mississippi State wants to do is throw, right? And so you've got to take away the short stuff and 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 well, not take it away, but like limit it so it doesn't go for big plays like a lot of their slants underneath crossers stuff like that. You've just got to limit that kind of stuff. Uh, and and though I do believe the Mississippi State quarterback has matured a lot in this offense from year one to year two. Um, I just think I just be- I believe in Kentucky's defense a little bit more, and I don't trust Mississippi State's run defense. So I'm going to go Kentucky in this one. Uh, we got an interesting question here that I that I noticed uh, happened to notice. You're asked, are they going to fire no. Mike Leach after this year? No, no, no. But no. what I want to ask you guys is, Texas Tech just fired their coach. You think they want him back at Texas Tech? No way. He left there in scandal. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. He's not going back. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think yeah, they want not. him back at Texas Tech. I think this is actually a better job than Texas Tech. It might be. Um, I mean, any SEC job that is not named Vanderbilt is better than Texas Tech, right? And that includes South Carolina. I think is they're probably on par with one another. Just because like Texas Tech is not a reputable pro. Like, excuse me, Texas Tech fans. I'm sorry, but like, let's be clear. You're not a reputable program in your conference, right? Yes, you had Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He's gone. And you right. weren't even really good with him, right? Like, right. he was just an average team no. and one of the best quarterbacks that the NFL has seen in the past decade, right? So, yeah. again, your program is kind of trash. Um, but, you know, so to be an okay team in a weak conference, yeah, the, you're probably on par with a weak team in a very good conference as far yeah. as I just, what the job is concerned. Yeah, now that you think, now that you put it that way, I just thought about Tuberville leaving them for Cincy. And remember, Cincy is not Cincy now. Like when yeah, Tub yeah. was there. So anyway, we got a super chat here. Lance Morgan and AL.com stop bashing Harson for not disclosing his vaccine status. Uh, it's against HIPAA laws to demand any medical statuses that includes the players. Yeah, he I mean he's been he's been mum on that. Um, I make no conclusions about it. Harson's just moves to the beat of his own drum. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to get into this conversation yeah. today. Yeah, if, anybody, if any of y'all want to comment on it, please. No, nope, no. Harson nope. just moves to the beat of his own drum. That's all. That's, I not, what, that's not what HIPAA is, by the way. Yeah, not at all. I, I, people HIPAA's keep throwing about. that out there. They don't even know what HIPAA is. Like y'all just found a term. The thing about this that boggles me is that people think that he would come here, refuse to get the vaccine, and then give up moving his family and giving up his job that he had at the home that he loved 
You think he's just going to resign on December 9th? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. And no matter what, the like, that doesn't make sense. I think him not talking about it is not the same as him saying, I'm going to do something one way or another. And speculation to it is, is irrelevant, especially when December 8th comes, you'll know exactly what he decides to do. Yeah, so I don't. I mean, I the outrage on both sides. Like, I mean, the reporter asked, it was relevant, right? They put in a policy, you know. Uh, you know, he kind. I mean, like it or not, the way he answered the question earlier this season, it, someone was definitely going to ask. Yeah. So he asked. He stated, "My position hasn't changed. We move on." <laughs> like that's yeah. how I feel about that, right? Like he just yeah. He now, now I agree. The, the AL dot com article is trash. But no, so to the point of the comment, the, tr- the article it's clickbait, is trash. man. Listen, it's clickbait. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, definitely I mean, clickbait. Goodman who, does right? that though. Who didn't? That's who didn't I'm, see that comment? Who did not heard? I agree that that comic very unprofessional. Um, apparently unvaccinated. That's low. Yeah. So like, yeah, there was a comic strip that um had. Carson with the AU shirt on and then um, apparently was coming down from the A and unvaccinated coming down from the U. So, what? yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I don't know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, it's a lot of stuff where it's like, we've moved beyond the bounds of be- of sensibility in this conversation. And I, I understand fundamentally the arguments on both sides of it. But in every debate, once you get into the fringe of it and you start living in that fringe, you get to a space where you're you're not really useful for the conversation anymore. Yeah, I gotta say, listen, he is keeping the same energy about not talking about things that are not football. Right, right. Everything right. though, not just stuff that involves him. Yeah, right. Right. everything. Right. He's just right. like about that's football. It. You know, we'll I'm talk not talking about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah, right. And, yeah, and so. I respect that energy. All right, number one, Georgia meets Florida for the largest. They still call it that, the largest outdoor cocktail party. Yeah, they just renewed it in Jacksonville, by the way. Yeah, the city just renewed this for like another five years. Okay. Hmm. Um, anybody, anybody, anybody bold enough to go with Florida in this matchup? Anyone, no. anyone oh, has? What? Come on, Mike. I said, okay, what's your question, Mike? What's, on, what's their quarterback situation right now? Doesn't matter. They're the same way it was when you last saw it. <laughs> uh, it's not an answer. Richardson is hurt. Every other game, he is the better quarterback, but he can't throw the ball for real. Jones is erratic is with throwing the ball, is, and he's not as good running the ball. Um, so I just like I, I just got I, hurt, didn't he? Yeah, he, he got, got hurt. hurt. Last game. Well, every time he goes out, play, but he's he's been he's been hurt. He's been injured all season. I just I, listen. I don't believe in their quarterbacks. I as much as I am a fan of Dan Mullen's ability to scheme up stuff, Georgia's defense is that good. You cannot go against Georgia's defense with an inability to throw the football. It's just right. not going to happen. Like they're they Georgia's going to have to come out in this game completely flat to have a pr- it's it, the to only thing that makes this even arguable is it being at Florida and somehow when they're at home, they're playing better this year. See the Bama game. But Georgia's defense is, is not that a neutral, defense. I thought that was a neutral side game. That's actually in Florida? It's 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 in Jacksonville. Florida. I mean, they sell the tickets 50-50, so technically it's neutral side. Yeah. But I see what you, he's saying that the only way it was even possible is if it was in the swamp. Sure. Right. And so, like, I just I just don't I, don't I don't believe in their quarterback situation at all. So I just can't see an upset happening. If it happens, then, you know, praise the stars, whatever y'all did. And swamp voodoo came true, but I just don't. I don't believe in in your quarterbacks. Either one of them, you could put them together, and they would still be trash. It would just be like a trash heap. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, Georgia. Uh, I'm going Georgia. Uh, I mean, even uh, even with that, even yeah, I'm going Georgia. Come on, Mike. Come on, man. Okay, I mean, so hear me out. Uh, uh, undefeated seasons in our league don't happen very often. They're Mm -hmm. very, very rare that somebody rolls all the way through the regular season undefeated. Mm -hmm. And so every year for somebody, there's some game that we all say is a lock. And then then chaos happens for whatever reason. And then after the game... Penn State just lost to um, to Indiana. Everybody's sitting here thinking... No one saw that coming, right? There's one of those moments literally every year. This is the last chance, I think, for that moment on Georgia's schedule. They finish out Missouri, maybe Tennessee, if they pull something, you know, uh, some abbreviation. I don't even know what that is. Charleston Southern, maybe. Yep. And um, they finish out with Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, yeah. So this might be, I mean, arguable. Tennessee's kind of trending up. Kinda, kind of. You know, from, they're not they're offensively, they're not as horrible as they were the first couple of games of the season. They're after better than we thought they would be this year. It's 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 mostly the quarterback change. Yeah. Their the original quarterback was terrible. Andrew Hooker was he dropped some dimes against Bama last week. Yeah, that, again, his quarterback dropped those dimes as well. Yeah, so <laughs> that might be that could arguably be uh uh you know, if they came out completely flat, it's at Tennessee. Um this is funny. My G headgear pick. Uh, <laughs> don't don't give me ideas, James. Uh, you know what? The hell with it. I want to pick Florida. Go for it, Mike. My man, Walt Taylor. Appreciate that super chat right there. Yeah, he does have a lot of issues not to leave, but uh, yeah, agreed, agreed. Right. Five million dollars will get you to do a lot of things. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'd get vaccinated and unvaccinated for five million dollars. <laughs> Put it in, you, take it back out. You take it back out. <laughs> <laughs> five million dollars. Um, <laughs> so, I, uh, I want to go. I want to go with Florida on this one. I think. Um, oh, that's funny. I think. Uh, I just think you know. Hey, something some crazy stuff happens sometimes. Like, why not? You don't always need a reason. Yeah, the craziest. The, the, right. Hold on, this is the one I wanted right here. This is exactly why. Yeah, right, yeah, I told y'all I was gonna go all the way down. So hey, I listen, had two LSUs this the week. The only way that you're get get from behind is to yeah. go against the grain. Yeah, 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 crazy, yeah. crazy things yeah. have already happened involving Florida. Okay, they lost yeah, if LSU. I'm, if I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna lose big. Damn it, I'm going all the way down. I'm gonna have the worst okay. record. Just one L, either way. <laughs> yeah. It's the season L, no matter how many you lose in between, man. You're right. Go for it. Go, go for it, Florida. My man. Florida I shocks it. the world. <laughs> Probably that not. would literally be shock the world. Like, all the yeah, everybody feels all the and, I mean, let's be clear. People feel like Georgia is this unbeatable juggernaut. They're not, right? They're but not, yeah. The problem is, it's not that Georgia doesn't have vulnerabilities. It's that nobody else is that good. Like, right. who's exploiting those vulnerabilities? Right. Nobody. Right. right. It's not that you can't move the ball against Georgia. It's you don't. We had our opportunities. We didn't do it. It wasn't because Georgia forced a bunch of errors. We beat ourselves a lot that game. Georgia fans, if you're in here later watching this in here right now and you think I'm make, being a homer, please go back and watch that game and say to yourselves, did Georgia cause this to happen in this instance or did Auburn just screw it up? Because those are definitely two different things. Your team is good. You're actually a really good team. You're by far, to me, the best team in the country. 
You're not impenetrable. Calm yep. down. And when you screw up, we will be here to laugh at you. Yep. If we get five GoFundMe donations, I'll change my pick back <laughs> to Georgia <laughs> before the end of before the end of the broadcast. So we get I five don't GoFundMe. Think that's, that's just how confident Listen, you are. people. If you want to give GoFundMe donations, don't do it for him to do more losing. Just give the GoFundMe <laughs> for the puppies. And then oh, yeah, the give it. Be kind of humane. I'm trying to motivate people, man. You gotta, you gotta go mess it up. <laughs> I'll pick Vandy if you donate X amount of dollars. No, we're not. We're not. Just donate to the puppies.